Welcome to RenovatingRichesRadio.com with your hosts, Dennis Rodriguez and Ricardo Rosales. The show where we talk about turning rags into riches. We are not responsible if this is not work for you. Read the fine print notes. Do not believe a word we say. Results may vary depending on how much self-education and due diligence you do. This is only for the action takers and serves as entertainment. <laughs> Whenever we are ready. Are you ready, Ricardo? <laughs> I am ready. Well, I want to thank everyone that's uh, connected. Uh, we're here in Brookshire, Texas, transmitting another show for Renovated Riches. And today we got a very, very special uh, friend of ours that's going to talk about what he's doing in real estate and whatnot. But first, uh, Ricardo. Okay, let's try that again. Welcome, everybody, to Renovating Riches Radio from Brookshire, Texas, with the best co-host, Mr. Dennis Rodriguez. And Ricardo Rosales. And the master producer, Mr. Neil Martinez. Right here in the back. He's like Neil full is, production um, right yeah, here. Yeah, and you got to mention, like, you got to pronounce the name, like, in Spanish, right? Martinez. <laughs> Martinez. And, and Mr. J.C. Wire, who just <clears throat> came over today to... Uh, number one to catch up for a long time like we're, we're still trying to piece the pieces wow, together I know I know and, and number two we got a lot of things in common so we wanted to bring you on board somebody that's got a lot of energy a lot of passion he's doing something that he loves uh, actually not something he's doing a bunch of things that he likes doing like uh, I'm gonna let him talk about it I'm not gonna say anything about what you do um, but we felt that we wanted to present to our audience who you are because you do have a lot of value to add um, when it comes to what it is that you do in all your, you know, aspects. And, you know, I'm, I'm honored to have you here. And uh, I know we're going to do great things going forward. So, everyone, JC Wired. JC, who is JC Wired? Uh, well, first Juan of all, Carlos. Juan Carlos. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I know we're live, we're continuing, but this is going to be in YouTube. This is going to be everywhere for my audience. Thank you guys for always, always, always staying over there connected. Remember, we are here to bring you nothing but value and content, great content. So, um, for those who don't know me on this side right here, I'm trying to speak both, both of the cameras. Uh, my name is Juan Maldonado, born and raised in the city of Bogota, Colombia, and uh, Pablo Escobar got me out of my city. So, yeah, that's why I'm here. Uh, not <laughs> but, nah, but he didn't pay him a plane ticket. <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> that, that way. That like he kicked you in yeah. the button. Yeah, no, the, the situation <laughs> itself, right? The situation, the guy pretty much um, destroyed my country. I did not believe my country. I have um, one of my mentors, um, Pedro Medina, who is a big entrepreneur, opened 50 McDonald's in Colombia, professor of one of the most prestigious universities, um, author of uh, the most uh, economical newspapers in, in Colombia. And he was a professor at the time at the University of Los Andes. And he said this, and when I heard him saying this, I felt identified. I didn't have a, any arguments to want to stay in my country. Right. 1999, another economic crisis of the construction sector. I was graduating from business, and I said uh, to myself, well, there is nothing I want to stay in this country for. The yeah. sellers are terrible. Uh, competition is not even happening. And uh, this guy, Pablo Escobar, and the entire cartel Mafia were destroying my country with violence. So I decided to leave. 1999, ended up in Houston, Texas. And I said, oh, I'll be out of here in three years. It's been 17 or 18. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Why it's been, it's been ever since. <laughs> Why Houston? Why out Houston of all, all, yeah. all cities. You got Miami, New York. Yeah, well, you always have the person that is the family yeah, member. My friend. mom lived in New York City oh, okay. with, a, with, a, with a Colombian from Barranquilla. And uh, they, they lived together in New Jersey. But she was already full of Americans. She actually ended up marrying somebody in Houston, Texas. And that was a place for a vacation for right. us or her coming. Uh, Came here, landed a job in education. That's what I'm doing right now, full time. Uh, not full time, but I'm you know trying to bring value to you guys because it's very meaningful to me. And it's a business. It's also a business. You know, I'm not gonna right. lie with that. And uh, now, very passionate about business, fitness, and music. When I say business, especially in real estate, entrepreneurship. If you're starting your own company, and that's where my professional life has been positioned lately. Cool. So. You, you came here back in 99 um, because you didn't see a, f a future in your country for yourself. Maybe there was a future for other people, but not for you. That was a lot of my situation back then, but it was back in 1995. Like, I saw no future for me. And we didn't have the problems you guys did in Venezuela because I grew up in Maracaibo. 
But my father would ask me, like, son, what are you going to go to school for? What are you going to study? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I want to do. I don't even know if I want to live here. So it was sort of, of a similar situation, although I was born here, so mm-hmm. I chose to, you know what, why not go to the U.S. and and maybe try something over there? Like I actually maybe. pursued the American dream <laughs> well, at, at a time. It, it still existed at a time. So. Right. Well, but, to... but for me, it was more like my dad said, son, because I was doing very bad in school. Uh, all I did was party and, and have fun and all of that. So, That's in, what is the bad? Yeah, well, <laughs> bad in my grade, on my grades, right? So my grades were not that great. And my son, my, my father was like, son, uh, if you um, if you get through this, uh, if the, 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 the bet was, because it was because of a, of a bet, if you get through this color year and graduate, Maybe I can help you move to Miami and, and set you up over there so you can go to college. And when he mentioned Miami, I was like, what? My, my what? Miami? Yeah, I'm doing this. Because now I had like a, a, goal. a goal, something <laughs> I could go towards, right? Correct. And what I didn't do for the whole year, I did it like in two months. <laughs> so I went and passed all my, my grades and all of that, graduated and went to my dad's one day and said, hey, dad, boom, there's my uh, degree. What now? Where's that plane ticket? And he's like, hey, man, let's wow, do it. So nice. he went and honored it. And that's how I ended up living in Miami. So first Miami, okay. But then I ended up dropping out of college because I didn't want to do that and okay. whatever. But I don't want to talk about myself today. I, the people that listen to us, they, they know enough of me. Uh, maybe of Dennis, although Dennis doesn't. What? You haven't disclosed too much about your dark past. I'm sorry about your past. <laughs> I don't have a dark past. <laughs> no, no, no. It's boring. It's boring. Huh? It's not... Reggaeton, reggaeton singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he used to be a reggaeton singer, right? And a salsa singer, sure. too. Sure. Yeah. 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 He's in one of those videos. Long hair and, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I, I can relate to what you're saying because I didn't see future for myself. Well, the, the uh, reality is we're all immigrants yeah. here, right? We, Correct. None of us, well, you were born here technically, but... Yeah, they, they, they took me when I was a yeah, kid, right? So, so I had no wheel. We all had our own circumstances that somehow brought us to this country, and we're doing what we're doing now, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, we all have our, our stories. Puerto Rico might not be as bad as, you know, 99. Or as fun Nova as Tana, mine, right? But, but, uh, <laughs> but we had our first share of, you know, the economy not doing well, and business and the whole well, thing forcing me personally to... Go relocate. <laughs> I have to be honest with, with all of you guys. Social media and the power of you know progress and the the, the willingness for progress and real estate is what it has us right now at mm-hmm. this specific moment together. And um, I just was walking in the office. I'm trying to reach my audience because I know you guys probably seen this before. But this is a full enterprise pro enterprise for wholesaling and real estate investing here. And um, in two seconds went crazy to see every little every little detail that you already have for a full enterprise so um thankful to be here we've been creative when it comes to all of that because you know it's been because we had a need right so that's part of being an entrepreneur how do you fulfill the needs Mm -hmm. of your clients right but instead of on this case our clients were ourselves we're like okay man how can we find more houses well we're just gonna go mail letters and okay we're paying yellow letters a dollar and some change for each letter that's a lot of money how can we control the process oh and the but it wasn't so much about the money it was more about the process we will put an order today and our phone wouldn't ring for another two or three weeks because it took them a little while to process the order to send the letters they're coming from california to texas correct and then during that time we're like that right just waiting for something to happen and Mm -hmm. Somehow we said, you know what? Let's just go and fully integrate from A all the way to Z, and that's how. And we're and, and as an entrepreneur, like we we're talking, you know, just right. reinvest in the money yeah. in in the business. So, you know, some people make a lot of money and they just go out and spend it. We we want to grow this. We have a goal in mind. Actually, we have our goals in yeah. on on our walls in the office, and we look at them every day, and and we have a very clear. Path. path we want to go through and you know the money we make we reinvest in the business mm-hmm. so we grow and we make it you know where you know we get to those goals as yeah we got a full staff so we got people that that not only are part of our team but they add value to the team right and they, 
and they come and they bring something that they're good at and because like for instance neil he's good in what he does i don't mm -hmm. i don't know anything about all this stuff that he yeah does, that's something right? we were talking about earlier about self-awareness and just trying to go this is something that some of our uh, online gurus or online uh, mentors are teaching us but actually it's funny that one of the things that i want to talk about now that I, people are messaging me like crazy about wholesaling and all these things it's about direct mail and i come over here and these guys are the pros on direct mail 2017 <laughs> and according to your words the best method the best technique to reach out direct mailing. properties direct mailing is um f at least today in today's age and this city i mean it, it changes from from town to town i mean some people say that in some other places, maybe bandit signs work better. Um, some other places, uh, maybe the billboards or even online marketing works better. We have found here locally, you know, we're talking about what we do here in Houston, that direct mailing is by far our best output. And you're trying to maximize the, 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 the results from direct mailing, right? That's oh, correct. Definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. I, you know, I can expose, I can tell you, oh yeah, there's so many things to do, but you know, once it's knowing that doing apps can get you a six pack or a diet, and one thing is actually going and doing the diet and the, right. apps, the app section for the for the workout. And because um, I was going to bring, you know, for instance, the m marketing that ho a wholesaler has got to do to the front and the back end. The mm. front is you buying, you getting the property. And then you got to be your marketing directly to your buyers, to mm. your list, to your investors. Going back to the to this side, we I mean, there's so many options. There's MLS search. There yep. is direct mail. There is, uh, for instance, um, so as I don't know how much uh, SEO. SEO, how much you guys do, but a lot of people We've are in trouble. It. We've done it, but it, the reality is, is, is so broad. It's too um, complicated because it's expensive. Number one. So I remember last year. Was it last year or the year before? Maybe. Maybe the year before. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. We sunk like thirty grand onto SEO, and it produced one house. And but the house kind of like made up for that thirty. Paid grand. off. Yeah. But then we were like, uh, -uh we don't want to touch it because it, we were lucky. It, it, the, the, the reality is that we were very lucky. Well, we that were lucky because the lead came in and we drove all the way down there. Okay, right? yeah, no, but what I mean is that we broke even. I mean, yeah, we, were, we broke even. We could have lost those thirty thousand bucks. It, it, it was a lead that when I say we were lucky that okay, we got the property, but we were able to get an assignment fee on that contract for pretty much the exact same yeah. amount okay. we spent in in marketing. So we were like, oof, okay, we didn't lost money but but it, it is very expensive well, this, is the, this is the huge difference because marketing sales and branding three different things right here and this is not even considered marketing this is actually a direct way to reach out your list your buyers so yeah all we're doing is sorting sorting through sellers okay mm -hmm. and what we're looking for is for a motivated seller that's it Good point. Good I point that you mentioned. I don't care about the guy that wants to know how much I want to offer on his house. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't care so much about him because he's not motivated. Mm -hmm. What is his motivation? So, sales in the sales process of of, of the wholesaling, mm -hmm. you gotta include feelings. Okay. So what we do is we identify those feelings through our sales process in front of the seller. Mm -hmm. So, how can we help you? Why do you want to sell? When do you need to sell? Why do you need to sell? And what if you don't sell it? What? So you start throwing all these questions, and they and you start seeing how they react. And you bring in value to people, not only just the money hungry that that I see a lot. And if you care for money, you'll make money. You may end up in jail. Some people do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but mm -hmm. but uh, it's so important what you're mentioning is like being able to. You got two clients as a wholesaler you have to serve that person that is in a distressed position have empathy and sympathy at some point not if you cannot make your business because you have you have to close the deals mm -hmm. but when people see that then you become their main source so we i'll give you an example uh, this morning we got a call right and i just yeah, happened i just happened to be in front of uh dennis's office and he get he takes the call and I'm sitting down and kind of like listening to the phone call, and then it gets to the point where I said, "Look, put put him on put him on speaker. I want to talk to him." And we found a somebody that's somehow motivated. Mm -hmm. We don't know if he's really motivated yet mm -hmm. or not. 
it's a flooded home, okay? And I'm going to talk about the deal, but I'm not going to talk specifically about numbers or anything like that. It's more about the situation. And this person is dealing with an insurance company. Um, he's waiting for the insurance company to tell him how much he's going to get from the company. Mm -hmm. And my first question uh, is, I, I'm telling Dennis, like, hey, ask him if he's got a public adjuster. Okay, okay. And ask him about, you know, how much he owes and all these things, right? So eventually he'll put him on, on, on and I, I introduce myself and say, hey, so-and-so, I'm Ricardo, and I'm one of the partners here, and I'm listening to the conversation, and I want to ask you a question. Are you working with a public adjuster? No, what is that? He didn't even know. or mm -hmm. he, he probably said no, but it seemed to me like he didn't know that existed. Correct. And I said, look, if you're going to rely just on the insurance company to give you your best deal, forget it. They're going to, right now, they got so many claims that they're trying to escape from these claims. Correct. So they're not going to give you the best deal that you're going to get. You're going to you're gonna have to go hire somebody to go to battle for you so you can get top dollars on your, on your claim. Correct. Man, that sounds perfect. I said, look, and by the way, this is who I use. So <laughs> right away, I, I, brought, I brought my cell phone. And I, hi, Dale, Dale Terry. <laughs> I'm going to mention his name because I'm allowed to do that. I said, look, I use Dale Terry Crossroads Insurance Recovery. He's done all my claims because we've had claims. And um, I couldn't be happier with the person. And he's brought me top dollars every, every single time. And uh, if you want to give him a call, they work in your area. And, you know, why don't you go talk to him? And then we'll go look at your property and kind of tell you where we are. Correct. And he's like, perfect. When can you come in? Can you come in today? I said, like, sure. So we send our guy. He, you know, Freddie goes there. He starts talking to them, and he, and, you know, he explained to him. Said, look, we want to work with you. That way, you can get the most out of your insurance company, and we can give you the best deal we can. But it's gotta be a win-win situation for both of us. For both, yeah. You, you gotta solve a problem. <clears throat> I mean, it, what we do is not about. Well, we make money, of course, but it's not its not about that. It's about solving the problem. Yeah. You solve the problem, then you make the money. And look, by us giving him that choice, it might take us a lot longer to close on that deal oh, just because yeah. now he's going to get a public adjuster involved. But hey, guess what? Okay, that's a good deal. We're going to close on four months. I got it on the pipeline. Correct, yeah. Right? But you, at the you, same build, you build that. You know, well, we're adding value from from the from the beginning because because yeah, he wasn't expecting for us to say go talk to this public adjuster who's going to help you get the most out of your money. He's probably expecting okay, there come the sharks that are going to come and try to steal the house yeah. from me. Uh, no, that wasn't the case. The case is like, look, man, we can help you this way if you want to sell, and we offer that on every single flood at home that we come across. Um, because we want the seller to get the most they can. Yeah, so this is something that we had a conversation earlier that how important it is to have a little bit of you know, philosophy of life to you know, bring it to your, to your profession, to your job, because that's how you build and establish a reputation and a repetitive business. Now, something I want to uh, uh, guys to bring back over here is the letters. Oh, can you please? Especially for my audience, no, I want you to there. see this. I've seen it before, but this is like, you know, they have a huge machine in the back to produce. There are some companies that only do this right here. They charge a lot of money, direct mail companies, um, but you guys have it in-house because you see the value. Yeah, I mean, what we did is we, we, we saw a need, okay, in the market, at least for some of our uh, friends, okay? We got friends that are wholesalers. They're just... You can see right this here. This is just one of them. We got the, the, the printing room is full of these things. Yeah, but look at... Yeah, this is full of letters, letters ready to be mailed out. So, correct. They're all ready. There's a bunch right here. ¿Cuántas cartas hay aquí, Neil? So, this is 450 letters right here. Now, multiply uh, that by. Now, we're sending this week. Uh, we, last like week, 15? we sent 10,000. Actually, 11,000. This week, we're sending roughly around 10,000. But we did an exercise. And we might be sending more mm -hmm. pretty soon mm -hmm. because we, we did an exercise and it's like, okay, how many can we produce a day? A day. And now we're going to take it to where I don't care how much it costs. I just want to know how many how many people can I get my front, uh, myself in front of. So, okay, is, is that going to be 20000 a day? Maybe not. But I want to send so many that our acquisitions manager is running like a chicken with a head cut off. Dennis and I are running like chickens with head cut off because we got so many properties coming our way that, you know, 
we're, we're very quickly now i want to touch bases right here i wanted to talk about the importance of direct mail even it's 2017 and uh, I've, I've heard these so many wholesalers stating that it has become or is one of the best sources not always one of the best sources so now what you can walk us through an example look this is a this is a yellow letter that looks like a handwritten paper yeah it's it's like a pad uh, uh, a legal pad paper okay and it's got a lot of psychology behind it um, the letters are red and it's got an embedded system uh, or an embedded message behind it for connecting with the subconscious mind um, some people don't care about that they just put my name is Dennis <laughs> and, and and my wife and I are looking to buy a house in your neighborhood that's that's a good story to tell I guess yeah. that it's the ones I get all the time because mm -hmm. uh, I get them when you get property <coughs> they'll, they'll start coming to you too and now what I'm doing is I'm saving the letters because I'm going to call them later and say hey you want to send letters with me correct right so but anyways it's very simple um, you can make them complicated or you can make them easy. We choose to make them easy. So our messages well, are very short. The reality is that we change it, you know, every, but, every so often. We but, you know, when we when we put all that story behind it, people just, they don't watch the novelas on the letters, you know I what I'm saying? To, well, I'll share this with you. I saw one the other day, but it's like a, actually the path, like this side right here. Yeah, because it's, it's more of a, that one is called a postcard uh, letter. It was on a path like this, but now the point is... This is how we get our houses, and it's very simple. I'm gonna read it to you out loud. If you got pen and paper, I got copyrights, so you're gonna have to pay me royalties. <laughs> 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 Actually, Dennis got copyrights, but it's simple. Dear Juan Carlos, we are buying houses in any condition, good or bad, we'll buy it. If you or someone you know is in urgent need to sell their house, please let them know Freddie has cash to buy. It even rhymes. <laughs> See that? <laughs> we pay cash. We pay closing costs. We close very fast. Call me now. Then I put the phone number. Or actually, Dennis put the phone number. If you're not ready to sell, save this letter for when you are or give it to a friend. Sincerely, Freddie. And then we put, hablamos español. So we speak Spanish. That way... Some people don't understand. Oh, they don't e understand they, any they, word. They just call because they don't. They Mijo, don't. you call me. You send me a letter. You know what? It says you speak Spanish. <laughs> okay, and then we need to explain. Look, we're real estate investors. What about doing double? You know, Spanish and back English. No, never tried that before. It's it's, it's more yeah. work. Okay, no, I'm just curious. Look, uh, you, I've seen him. So yeah, but usually uh, the person that gets the letter, if they don't know English, they will find somebody that does. And they'll, True. we're in the United States, so we should all True. speak English. Um, but, you know, they'll find somebody. And if not, they're going to call the number. And they're going to say, Quick hey. question for my audience. I know we're over here also on your live feed for YouTube. Um, for people that are really serious about this right now, and I'm here with the pros. I'm here with the real pros. And estimate, because you're not providing this service to any other companies. We are. We are. We, we got wholesalers sending letters with okay, us. Okay. So, Good. If a wholesaler wants to contract your services, what is uh, an just average? For, just for mailing the letter <coughs> is 80 cents. Okay. That's just the letter gone, right? 80 cents. So do the math, guys. 80 cents per letter. Mailing. What about the entire process? Because you got you got a you know a scripture. You got everything. Yeah. What, we, do, you, what do you provide? What, when I said, so I said, what about my list? Right. Who provides the list? Right. So usually the wholesaler will provide. So we're working with. Uh, professional wholesalers if you will okay 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 so uh i'm gonna say hi to luke bye luke luke wong luke wong yeah he's a wholesaler in houston okay. and he's sending uncle, letters with direct mail out uncle, uncle luke uncle luke yeah. um so uh he's sending some letters uh with direct mail out okay and and then we got other friends that they come here and they <coughs> said hey this is my letter and this is the list and i want a thousand okay, okay perfect boom we send them uh we we do have a non-disclosure so we really don't get into what list they're sending or whatever. Well, That's managed by let, let's go, another. Let's go copy their you know list so we can send our letters there. Nah, we don't do any of that stuff. It's uh, for us, it's counterproductive. Is it eighty or eighty-nine cents? Eighty cents. Eighty cents. Okay, yeah. eighty cents to mail out letters. What is the minimum if, number if, that people should be trying? And uh, the least amount of letters that people should be sending is five hundred. Okay. So no was, less than five hundred. Well, I would say one thousand, but no, no I, I, I get it. Look, if you got a, if you got, let's say you, you're mailing to the Heights, mm -hmm. okay, 
and you're mailing a high equity list. So how many houses you get on the high equity list in the Heights? Let's say you get 2,000. Correct. 2,000 houses in that one radius. And then you go, okay, but I got houses of $1.5 million. I got $2 million homes. Maybe I don't want those because that's not what I'm targeting. I'm targeting maybe the houses that I can knock off and build a new Mac mansion so I can buy for lot value. Correct. So you go and you say, okay, I want to buy houses older than 1960, right? You knew they were building between the 50s and the 40s, and you know right away they are very uh, stressed, and that's what you want to target. And then you include that in there, and you're like, your list goes down to like, okay, I got now 350 houses. Well, but I need 500. Okay, let's go increase build before 71 or right. let's go put a uh, three bedrooms two bath uh, or maybe houses up to 600,000. So you start working with your model, okay? Right? To get your 500 or your 1,000. Okay. Because it all depends. If you if you're going to do a 1,000 letter campaign, then you need 6,000 bucks to do it. Because it's a thousand dollars today, a thousand dollars in four weeks, a thousand dollars in the next week, and so on and so on. Yeah, the one thing, the one thing we were talking about is the funnel, the the actually uh, uh, follow up. Because some people, and I've heard this before, oh, it doesn't work. It's like, yeah, you went to the gym once and it didn't work. Right, <laughs> right? right. You have to go to the it's, gym. It's, it's, that's, you're, that's you're right. No, that, that's, that's, a, a very that's the good best analogy. <laughs> you went to the gym once no, and you that, didn't become that diet, Arnold, right? That diet doesn't work. I, I use a lot of my fitness because I'm, you know, I, I, personal trainer, yeah. bodybuilder, done it all, and I've heard so many times, we are full of strategy. We are just also full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't act, impl- just take one. Take one, go in, try it, try it all the way, then give me your opinion. So over here, I've heard people say, no, it's, that doesn't work, it's just, no, I sent like a thousand no. letters. How many times you sent the same, per, uh, the same? Uh, uh, no less than six times. At least four. No less than six, because we found out also Number one, we read a lot in bigger pockets. Mm-hmm. We love bigger pockets. And we, I mean, Dennis and I go sometimes on the blogs and we see what everybody's doing. Uh, and we start kind of like, okay, what is this guy doing that is working for him, maybe, or whatnot, right? So we came to a conclusion. There's really no secret sauce. There's none. You can mail pre foreclosures, you can mail tax delinquent. Uh, uh, properties you can do probates you can do lease pendants i mean divorce or divorce there's so many different variables so it doesn't really matter you just send, send them out you send them out Perfect. pick one and send them but are you doing zip codes are you doing the criteria are you really implementing more criteria yes or? yes, yes. we we have because to because otherwise you're gonna have millions of addresses addresses yeah, and then m- money wasted there's, right there's what six million people in houston so you can take a guess tell, Maybe, i don't uh, know two million, where are you two getting your list properties? from oh, tell, we, me, tell me tell uh, me okay. i mean not a specific website but like no, uh, no, what is the price? i tell you exactly where i get them from we buy them on list source list source okay number that's one. number one although that is the most expensive one it is the most effective one so if you're doing 500 letter campaigns list source my guys if you want to check it out that's where you need to go <laughs> If you're doing 500 month uh, campaigns, buy them on ListSource because you're gonna get the best list. Can you spell them out for them? L I S T and then O U R C E. ListSource.com. So you go to ListSource and before we're not advertising anybody here. You no, just no, 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 no. Give me the, the resources. No, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, we're just telling you what we, what we do and how we do it. So. You can go to list source and before you actually buy the list, you can build it. Of course, you're not going to see the addresses and the names. Mm-hmm. You're going to see how many leads you're buying. Correct. So you can and go how and, much it's gonna cost and how much it's going to cost you if, and if you can afford it. Because a lot of people are going to start on a tight budget like we did. Our first mailing campaign was 400 bucks. We didn't know what we were doing. All we did was sat down in front of list source and let's, let's start playing with all the, man, what is this? box here for what is this <laughs> and we didn't know so we spent hours just trying to figure it out right right um set number two uh here in houston there is a software called uh, real acquisitions as well which I've a lot seen. of the wholesalers use i would say probably uh, the, ma- the, 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 the major people are doing it constantly and use that one i've seen it myself many times too we've Used they're, it, they're but San Antonio too, I think. yeah, I think they're here. Uh, yeah, I'm not Houston. gonna give any public comments. I got my own comments, but yeah, we, we've used it, but that's not. I think what they're we trying use. to do too much, 
And do you, they could just do one, two things. I, and, and some people are going to identify with it for one reason or another. So uh, we identify better with uh, a Revo Gateway, for instance. I mean, uh, the reality is that all these different companies provide lists. But what we have found is that each one of them has a niche. Yes. For example, list source, it's very good with equity. Equity. You know, percent yeah. Equity in, in the properties. They have their own algorithms and you know voodoo thing where they can pull that equity um rebel gateway have um tax liens and tax deeds especially in other counties or or no, states because we we do we do mail in other states correct so we need access to other so, lists correct maybe so real it, acquisition is not there right not there, so yeah. each one of them have like their uh, niche uh what do you call that um criteria that If you need that, then you'll probably have to go. If you definitely need equity, you probably go to list source. Correct. If you want to work more with the tax uh, tax liens, then maybe Revo Gateway will work better for you. And and, and actually, Revo here in Texas won't work because yeah. because it's an undisclosure state, so they don't have that data. Somehow, real acquisitions got it. So that's where you will want to go if you want the tax lien so, so yeah you specific, have to yeah. do you have to do your homework and and, and, and so that, that, know that, that that's a good point I because i want to share this because i i recommended the other day what okay, i described the, the entire pre-foreclosure process and i said this is what happens and then you can actually go to the office to the tax you know and the get, the list. You can get, get the list you can talk to the clerk you can get make your And, but this, what is going to help you is sync in the amount of work and why data brokers will charge you for that. And then you appreciate more, but then you evaluate where you want to be more. You want to be creating a list or you want to be actually negotiating deals, you know? So, and that's another thing, right? So let's say you're going to mail a pre-foreclosure, okay? How are you going to go negotiate that pre-foreclosure? How do you know what to do? So if you're going to mail pre-foreclosures, just make sure you know what you're going to do when you go there. And if you don't, grab somebody that knows that way they can help you go through a process. Because what if you find a house that has got no equity whatsoever and is behind for a year and they're getting booted out next week? How do you stop that? Oh, that happens constantly. Now, this is very important because the, the tailoring of the message on the letter, if you're going to reach out to them <laughs> by letter, it cannot be the friendly, I'm going to buy your house. It's right. like, it's got to be very direct to <laughs> you remember that? I don't know what you're laughing. Look, oh we, we did a campaign where we sent 5,000 letters to uh, tax liens. Okay. And we sent um, the rest for like pre-foreclosure. I can't remember how many there were. But yeah, it was a bunch it, of letters. It was letters, a bunch. And it was, uh, you know... I, a bunch going to pre-foreclosure and the other bunch going to uh, to tax liens. Tax liens. So what <laughs> happened mixed was <laughs> somebody mixed them up. So the tax liens people get the pre-foreclosure letter, and the phone calls that came in were rough. Yeah, that month. Was I mean, <laughs> I I am the one answering the phone, and that month I can wait for it to. Be done. Yeah, uh, because you you don't understand people's situations, and then you you will why, you will offend people. Why are you sending me a pre foreclosure letter? Where do you get that I'm on pre foreclosure? My house is paid for. Yeah. Well, uh, sorry, with the it's taxes, a mistake. Sorry. Well, but you owe taxes probably. That's why. And so we we sort of you know got out of the situation <laughs> but that's that was money wasted yeah because of a human error right correct and the guy that did it apologized like i don't know how many times and we're like look man we're but not see the importance now the, by but the, showing the mistake showing the importance of tailoring the message so you actually have more effectiveness going through because you all you want to do is being able to get that open the door to negotiate mm -hmm. to right. bring that offer and most likely try to close it offer in a day or two day or two is max number two Once they open the door. Yeah, and, and then the other thing is, okay, let's say a pre-foreclosure is very, is a complex yeah, situation. Yeah, pre-foreclosure is more complex because it's a longer period and they have notices and... I know, and sometimes they say, I only owe 112,000. And then the payoff is 170 because they've been late for two years and the lawyers now tag their fee onto it yeah. and, and all the lay fees and, and it just becomes a nightmare another question is anybody in your team uh, just out of curiosity I don't, you don't have to disclose if you don't have to is anybody licensed uh, yes. Or? yes okay could you ex explain the importance of being licensed and also the importance of not being licensed I would allow <laughs> Mr. Dennis to do that <laughs> 
Okay. Um, I, I, let me let me talk about the non-licensed okay, portion. It, okay. So I don't want to be licensed, and nor do I, I care about I being licensed. I don't understand why. And right? this is for you guys that tell me I'm gonna get my license. I said you don't really have to, but the point will be because, and then we'll hear about. On my case, I want to focus on being an investor. Yeah, deals. not an agent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I don't like opening and closing doors and showing properties and kind of like finding uh, a ha the perfect house for... And there's people that are great doing it oh, that are watching this right no, here. No, and they're, and making, they, and they make in they're making a killing. <laughs> okay? A killing. Yeah. Million dollar homes. Yeah. Oh, But it's not your forte. It's not where my heart is. Okay. Oh. I'm not... Yes, I'm never envisioned myself... But at the same time, there's a, some cons, you know, of not being licensed. Of being licensed. No, no. So being licensed, you have to disclose. Yes. Uh, not on my case. I'm just the buyer. So for the most part, most of the contracts I sign them. Mm -hmm. That way, the licensed realtor doesn't have to get involved in on the legality of disclosure. But I have to. I have to remind you, as a broker, yes, you can. All you gotta do is follow up procedure. Yes. And if the property is not able to be closed on a wholesale, then you may have the ability to say, you know what, I'll put it on the market for you. And we've done that plenty of times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, that's something we do, but our focus is the, is the wholesale and, and the flips more than trying to get clients for, for their listings. I know that if we did this to get listings, we would get them. But that's not how we target yeah, our not, market. You're not trying to do it, and it's another. It's another business that you know. Now, it's a completely tell different me, business. I want to know now the benefits are great benefits of being licensed and and absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, benefits. First of all, you got the access to MLS. I mean, that that is the number <coughs> one reason why you know I am licensed. And know. not only access to the MLS, also having the ability to evaluate. You know, because not every agent has, but most agents have the ability to you know come up with market analysis, which is the most important thing, you know? Mm -hmm. That, and, and the other thing is, it's talk to other realtors, you know, when the conversation goes from realtor to realtor, it, I, I find it to be easier. Uh, we, when we've you're got, we've got realtors that know who we are, for instance, and, and they call me, hey, Ricardo, I got this house from a client. Perfect, call Dennis. And they will start talking to Dennis and Dennis will take it from there, because now it's a realtor to a realtor talking about a deal coming up. Now I make myself the investor. Correct. So now Dennis is representing Ricardo. Correct. Yeah, we right? can we can we can switch hats. You yes. Know, and, and 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 but yeah, the most important thing is you know disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. You know, tell everyone if if I'm there talking to them, I tell them, hey, I'm a real estate agent. But in this occasion, you know, I'm here to offer you a cash offer because I have an investor that wants to buy your property. We're not talking about listing it. We're not talking about you know representing you in any way. So it's just be clear with uh, with people. Yeah. They normally understand. we disclose as much as we can about everything we're gonna do. Right. So I'll give you another example. Um, when we sit in front of a seller, we tell them we're buy we're gonna buy your house, but maybe one of our associates will pick it up. That way they understand that the, it might not be me, the end buyer. It might be you. It might be Dennis. It might be I don't know. Who knows yeah, for who? those who are watching, this is called you know basically assignment. You're right. you're you're actually selling the option because you have the right in, in the particular moment. We so. do a lot of assignments with the people that we know. Okay, but we also do a lot of closings and we close on the property. Double and we close, resell. Yeah. Double closing. We, oh, we do a lot of double closings. Yeah. Uh, a lot of um, hoteling. You, you see more double closings than than assignments or? Uh, not really. We do blind huts. So okay. on the blind hut is sort of a double closing. Correct. Okay. Uh, they, there's no two closings taken. The only way when you have a double closing is when you close on the property and later on you resell it. Correct. So you act, act, you took possession of the property for minutes, hours, or whatever. Um, but Which is not true because you have to be, you have to be registered, so it doesn't really happen. But it's called considered double closing right. in the market area. Correct. But you're never holding title of the property. No, but we do. Sometimes we do because okay. we close on it. We fund it. Like we pull the money from our investors or from okay. ourselves, okay. and we go and fund it, and we get and them out of the way. That's okay. the only reason why we do it is to get the seller out of the way. Because maybe the seller <coughs> needs the money quick because they are going through something where they need access They're to that cash. They're getting foreclosed in two right. days. Right. Yeah, sometimes there's, uh, you know, private investors, transactional lenders. There are so many options to make this happen. This is not the class today, but, you know, there's so but many. But that's specific. what we do when we do the double closings. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll close one first, 
get the seller out of the way. Also, if we suspect that the seller might be talking to another wholesaler trying to go behind yeah, our backs, which deal. by the way, it's kind of hard for to get around deal. us because we do MOCs on every right. property. So, you know, good luck to that. Yeah, um, man, this is a seminar right here. <laughs> so, so basically, we, what we do is yeah. we find the money and we close on it. Correct. Now, seller is gone. Now we say, okay, do we call our buyers? Do we fix it ourselves? Do we get or refinance it? We're actually doing that next week. We're closing on a property. Seller is moving away, and then we are actually reselling it to one of our other companies that's actually going to do the flip mm -hmm. so but we are closing on it with a third-party money and the only reason why we want to do that is because the buyer is in need of need. the cash and also i want to get that done and over with that way he can move on correct and we can take control of the property and and not mm -hmm. risk it for any reason so when when deals are good you want to make sure you can close on them the sooner the better correct uh, a lot of mistakes wholesalers make is that they want to assign that contract not to spend maybe a couple of grand on double closings using transactional funding and all of that and then the the, the deal slips away because they didn't find their buyer or whatever or yeah, that's something i want to tell people just to um close the deal man find ways i mean helping not <laughs> just i've seen all, all the people trying to close deals in a different manner but uh try to close the deal try to you know try to put it on your books first yeah mm -hmm. always as soon as possible then you'll figure something out. And that's one of the ways, you know, because you're keeping inventory for a day or two or three <laughs> within yeah. your... Well, sometimes the inventory is there for a month, but, you know... It yeah, we're, we're, we're starting to do more wholesaling also where we, yeah. we um, buy them, we, I mean, put them under contract, then we go and do some very minor stuff like yeah, cleaning, we clean it up. Uh, make sure all the trash is out, you know, make them look a little bit better for the Correct. MLS, and then we list it on the MLS for investors. So, um, so you, we just talked about you know the, the the pros and cons. There's no absolutes like the number one, negative or positive. It depends no. on what you put it in the balance. Um, that will affect uh, your business. There's so one house we're doing wholesaling right now, um, the cigarette house where it smells like cigarette. Yeah, and we're just pretty much priming every all the walls, painting it real quick, and out. But you you you're flipping it. And not really a flip because I'm not going with the granite countertops. I'm not. Well, going I mean, what I'm saying that you put in, you're, you're putting your hands I'm in, putting a little bit of work into it to make it better for the market. That's it. Okay. But I'm not going to level the foundation. I'm not going to change windows. I'm not going to change the countertops and do the backsplash and do all the all the HGTV stuff that I usually talk about. Uh, <laughs> the, the HGTV effect, right? Well, no. I don't watch any TV, so I don't have any. Well, <laughs> I don't either. Um, but. But it's there. I know it's, it's there. It's, it's there. there, and that's why we're getting so many people getting trying to get into this business. Now, quick question for those who uh, actually, because uh, I got people these days sending me emails, and what about for that person that really said, you know what, I want to start with wholesaling? Yeah. Because some people look at it as an entry level. I said, no, this is a business. <laughs> it's not an entry level. It's a, it's a different side of the equation. It, but let's say somebody who says, look, you know what, necessarily they have no money. Right. What can I do? Drive for dollars. Uh, number you gotta one. drive, right? You gotta get you better gotta drive. gas. We actually <laughs> two of our best deals. Danny, Danny's got him driving for dollars. I have to say this. I've, I've you know, I've it's, it makes it like a, like a you know field trip. But so but you know what? It's true. I think our best deals this year, 2017, came from a driver for dollar that I did, and and. It well, wasn't, wasn't that you wasn't were driving for dollars. I wasn't, yeah. It I was, was that was you were, he was paying attention no. to his environment. <laughs> targeted, yeah. targeted. I was just, no, no, no. I was just leaving a house that we have it for rent. I was showing the house to a, a tenant, a potential tenant. And when I left the property, I was driving down the street and I saw this old lady taking trash out of a house. But here's, here's the most important thing. If you're going to do this or try to do driving for dollars, do it in a neighborhood that you know. Yes. You, you, I mean, don't, don't go across town. I don't know. If you live in the woodlands, go down to Pearl and say, hey, I'm going to drive $4 here. No, it has to be a neighborhood that you know. Because in this case, that street where we have that house for rent, I know it so well. I know the color of each house in that street. And I knew that that house in the corner was, you know, the people that live there. I, I've seen it so many times there in the driveway. You know, smoking cigarettes and you know, sitting down doing nothing. All of a sudden, something changed. 
and I look at the driveway and the people that used to be there are not longer there. There's this old lady taking trash out of the house. And I'm like, wait a second, that something happened here. So I stop, I, you know, put my window down and I ask her, hey, ma'am, are, are you selling the house? And she's like, well, maybe. And I'm like, and what happened to the people that live there? And she's like, well, we evicted them. And I'm like, oh, wait a second, can I talk to you? And I just, you know, parked my car, went talk to her. And last thing, <laughs> that day we were going to the movies, remember? Yeah, we were actually going to go to the movies. <laughs> we were going to the go to. We, you ended up looking online at MLS. No, I mean, and that, contract. That, I, that, I I knew the I knew the neighborhood as well. So, Dennis calls me up and he's like, "You're not gonna believe this." And it's like, "What? You know the people that got that?" I said, "Yeah, I know them. What's going on?" Well, they're no longer here, and there were a couple. And he's telling me all these things while he's. You know, talking, Driving and, you know, and and I was like, make him an offer right away. Because she's like, well, and so he starts into how much, how much, how high should I go? I was like, look, man, don't go past this number and you will be fine. And that's exactly what he did. He just went there and uh, I just stayed on the phone just in case he needed something from me. Because yeah. at that time, now I'm, I'm his support, right? Correct. So... Because he just ran into a situation. Mm -hmm. he, he wasn't fishing for it. He wasn't targeting anything. Correct. He ran into it, literally. Yeah. And then he's like, look, this is we bought this other house for this much. And she's like, oh, no, I cannot do that. I would not do less than X amount. And he's like, mm, I don't know if I can get that much. And he calls me up and like, let me call my boss, of course. He's... Yeah, we, we, we play that a lot. We play that role, right? Hey, I'm going to call my boss to see if I'm allowed to go above that number. And he tells me, you know, I was like, dude, just put it on their contract right now. And he's like, okay, I, my boss approved it. This, he must be on a good move or, mood or something. And she's like, really? Yeah, I have another house. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then that day, Dennis walks away with roughly two contracts, two contracts that turn already into $80,000 worth of assignments. Right. See guys, and and then I had something. to then I had to explain to my wife. Sorry, we're not going to the movie. Yeah. Something I'll explain later because she was texting me. Hey, it's already seven o'clock. I thought we were going to the movies with Ricardo <laughs> and his wife. Here. And I'm like, I'll call you later. Just trust, trust me, trust me. <laughs> oh, my wife later. was ready to go too, and she's <laughs> like, What happened? I was like, Look, Dennis is putting two houses on the contract. We're watching TV or whatever <laughs> it's on here because. I don't care about the movies at this time. <laughs> and when he calls me up, he's like, man, I got this house for this much and this other house for this much. And In I was this like, location, this area? Yeah, or? It, no, no. no, no, no. This is far from here. Okay. And we, like I said, man, we got houses an hour and a half away from here. And and uh, I go there and I look. And oh, by the way, the second house he put on the contract was on a street of another house we had on the contract. Same street. So as soon as she told him, the address is blah, 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 street. He's like, hold on a second. We have a house there. We got another house there. And she's like, really? You guys bought that one house? I was like, yeah. Oh, I thought this other company bought it. No, no, no. It was us. So right away, an another thing that he did that day, he said, look, if you want to really know more about us, this is the title company we're going to work with. Call them. Oh, I know them. I know this person and all this other person because they are real estate investors. It's just that they just got up in age and they just need to let all these properties right. go, right? And we go back to what I was saying. Yeah, you can do this. You can get into wholesaling, no money down. But one of the ways of doing it is driving for lawyers, but you have to put the effort. Correct. No money doesn't mean that you're not going to do any work. No, no money. The, the, like, like I got messages sometimes. Do you do any seminars on virtual wholesaling? <laughs> and I look at that like, wow. People, this is really the definition virtual, of a lazy person. Virtual wholesaling. Virtual wholesaling is somebody that puts a house under contract without seeing the house, talking to the person, and selling it to another. On Google Earth. Like, Jesus uh, I mean, Christ. How do they do these things? And of course, there's got to be somebody doing it's it. Gonna, probably somebody figure right? it out how to do somebody it. Somebody so. figured <laughs> out something we haven't. <laughs> But people want to people want to get into not only this business, any business. They want to get in with no money, no effort whatsoever. Everything, no education. Everything, yeah. everything already. They don't want to pay for education. Given. You give them a book, they don't read it. I mean, it it at some point you have to put the effort. Correct, I agree. 
or the money. E- either way, so somehow you're yeah, gonna pay for it both, with either yeah. either sweat equity or or, or work or hard earned dollars. So if you're gonna do driving for dollars, it works. But do it in an area that you know. Do it in an area that that you can see what's going on in the neighborhood, and you can do it in your own neighborhood. Yeah. I do it in my own neighborhood all the time. I'm looking at the houses. Oh, the grass is growing on that one. What's going on there? And then mm, there's no activity. Maybe that house is getting foreclosed on. Correct. And I go on the county and I check, right? Do they have any notices or whatever? And oh yeah, the house. Oh, that house is too expensive. I'm not gonna go for it. Uh, he's gonna sit on the market way yeah, too long. Yeah, this is called having the ability, which is another topic that I want to talk about, which is proper analysis. Uh, the most crucial thing to do. Yeah. Because you have to have the ability to understand which one is a good deal, an okay deal, and a terrible bad deal to say in two seconds no. And I've seen wholesalers trying so hard, and we're like. Dude, there's no deal there, man. Walk but, away. Yeah, but they're they gotta put it in the time that we probably already did. Right. <laughs> we had a deal actually when Dennis and I started working together, that um, that came from that first mailing campaign that we wanted to look at, and and when we're there, uh, Dennis kind of like pulls me off to the side and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry I brought you here," and and I was like, "No, hold on a second. I got another exit strategy for this," and he's like, "Really?" Yeah, just from now on, just pay attention to what I'm gonna do and follow my lead, and because he was the lead on that, on that he was kind of like talking to the sellers. Yes. So he had the 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 relationship established. I was kind of like the new guy into the mix. Yeah. So I wasn't asking many questions. I was just watching and seeing what was going on because he was doing the whole negotiation. Mm-hmm. But once we found out the facts, house had no equity, um, but it didn't need a lot of repairs. You just need a little bit of paint here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the area as far as the market on the rents were because I had rentals there. So I knew that if I took a, on a subject two, correct, it was a great deal. But he didn't know that. So yeah, a lot of th- times people understand when you do strategy. If you want to do buy and hold, you know, maybe a subject two is something you want to walk in because they have such an outstanding, you know, terms of the loan. But at the time, Dennis didn't even understand what a subject two was. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I understood the concept. Yeah, the concept. Not, not how to implement it. Never right seen it. Actually, the, for those <laughs> who don't know, it's people that are looking for landlordship and don't, and I'm not going to say these people don't have a lot of, sometimes the best credit at the time, and this is one of the best ways to enter into landlordship to own uh, already uh, an existing financial instrument. And, and Look, man, and that thing that you mentioned, uh, not having a good credit, I'm like, you don't need it. Like, all you need to do, if you want to go to Brickell Avenue in Miami, Florida, and you have no credit, but you got a little bit of money to put down, run a marketing campaign on pre-foreclosures and houses that are getting foreclosed on. And tell them, look, I'm going to save your credit by taking over your payments. I'm going to put your payments current. And this is how I'm showing you that I'm getting skin on the game. Correct. You got to have a little bit of money. Yeah. This is no... There's no money down stuff doesn't work on subject twos. So you yeah. gotta have to put something. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have your 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 enganche. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That is correct. Again. But on this case, uh, a lot of people do have bad credit, but they have money saved. Yeah, and it's a way a great way to get themselves in property. So there's a myth on the on the bad credit. This is if you only doing conventional loan if you buy your personal residence only. It all comes down to education which you've been mentioning for the last two hours, man. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna get to this more. We're gonna get to the point that I am bringing you guys the pros. I'm over here on your channel. I'm having a blast. I feel, I feel this particular time, the torrente de sabiduría, which I'm gonna translate this right here. The amounts of knowledge going around, the enthusiasm is insane. Um, it's almost 9 p.m. and these guys worked all day long and still the energy is like, okay, well, I'm willing to share with you amazing stories, especially those who are getting started. If you're getting started, connect with the pros. Yeah, you find somebody. You just, it doesn't have to be us. There's other people out there that, um, yeah. actually, we really don't have time, to be honest with you. Uh, we get texts all the time like, hey, can we talk to you guys? And yeah, you can, but you know, I don't want you to come to dream in our office. Yeah, if, so if you're, that, that, that I, we do is, you know, we're, we're putting everything digital right now as a platform for well, One of the things we do, uh, we're action takers. So when the way we teach people is, I want to do wholesaling. Okay, bring 10,000 bucks. 
okay, then you're not part, you can't get in because you need to put money into marketing. To marketing. And the only reason why we take the money up front is because we want to make sure we can do it for a long period of time. Otherwise, we don't want to work with people that want to do one, marketing, one campaign marketing campaign and fade off because then what happens is they go back out and say, oh, those guys, their stuff doesn't work. You know, they're just taking your money and running with it or whatever. No, Good no, no, question, no. though, before I forget. 80, 80 cents per um, letter to be mailed out. Yeah. Well, uh, you are not co-sharing uh, your listings. You are not... You no, our list is no. But if you come here and you sit down but, and you but say, you, somebody says, help I'll tell me you, build look, a list. I'm ready to start in the business and I got 10,000 bucks or 5,000, yeah. okay? What do I do? Yeah, you come here, you meet with us, and we're going to ask you, what do you want to buy? Okay. And Because it's different from the guy that wants to buy a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, two-car garage in Pearland than from the guy that wants to find a million-dollar home in, in the Heights, right? It's two different mailings. Okay. So we need to understand what it is that you want to wholesale or what it is that you want to put on the contract yeah, to go yeah, flip. I, I agree. Wholesalers, you know, will say all markets, but, you know, come on. You specialize in markets. We don't touch market. the expensive stuff. Like, we don't... And there is lots of money to be made. Because I have to be honest, you know, I'm in the downtown area, so that's my specialty. Right. Even though I've been in the suburbs, I've been... I lived in 18 years in this, in this city, so I got to know a little bit through real estate. But my experience of driving out and seeing that lady in the driveways in the downtown area in the in, right. the, in the distressed properties old properties and whatnot right yeah then but you know what the, the price per square footage is on the land you know what you know your automatically, area automatically automatically so you can we make an it, offer we did it on today we have we saw a property because we've remodeled properties and automatically and i had this game with my with my team members that give me the price of this property and we do this a lot and he should be able to tell me the, the market value other price because we know called the investor I uh, wanted to find out and he's himself is a real estate company and uh, asking for a rental for $5,000 for this property is a, it's a residential home in uh, third ward and uh, we we play the little game but we are looking at the properties around you know right. in, that, in that block because we are re already rehabbing one at the end so we know where to attach the market and, and, and understand your quadrant better than right. you, we don't need any computers now, if I've come over here, I'm going to have to pull my laptop or my yeah, phone if, and it start wiggling around. It, it won't take me that long either. It, it, look, what I do some, <laughs> or what we do sometimes, we go to negotiate a house without even doing a comparables. We just get in, the, and when we're in front of the house, we drive around the neighborhood. We Okay, what's if we have time, because sometimes we don't have time. We're running late because traffic, Houston traffic is, is bad. So we, we get into a neighborhood and we're like, okay, let's look at this street. Pull up right away, Zillow, H-A-R, whatever yeah, app that tools. we use. And we're like, okay, this is what's for sale and this is what's sold. And sometimes you can't really see the price on what it's sold for and how many days on the market and all of that. But this is where this house should be. Seek 160,000 bucks. It needs $50,000 in repair. My offer is gonna be 60 grand, 70 grand, 80 grand, right. depending on where we need to be and yeah. boom, we just walk in. I think we, we're, we're gonna have to redo this right here, a full class. I don't know if you will be interested. I'm gonna be picking your yeah, brain. Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, Any that's, day. that's what I'm trying to do. Put modules, parts, and say, look, digital also, one-on-one, -on -one, depending on the time, because I believe we there, we have there is responsibility to, right. to bring to others. It's a great book called the richest man in Babylon. I appreciate Absolutely. you read it. So this is my my now my yeah. intention to you to tell you the richest man in Babylon. Train your babies, with, you know, with uh, your children. I've actually, you know, last week I was uh, last week uh, no three weeks ago roughly I was getting a haircut, and this is a young girl, and she's got a little baby, and her her husband is going to college, and she's telling me all her plans, right? How she wants to go to college, get a job, find buy the house, and all of that, and I'm I'm thinking like, no, don't do it, you know go rent something cheap you know and kind of like save some money and and she's like yeah but you know we want to have a, st a stability i said look i want you to think about what you want to do when you grow up other than being uh, uh, a wife and a mother okay read the richest man in babylon and she she's like the what <laughs> and i was like just look for that book the richest man in babylon and once you read it, you're going because I was telling her about real estate, yep. right? You're going to understand exactly what it is that I'm talking about. How your babies should have other babies, and they should have other babies and great grandbabies, and all those babies producing for that 
you know. The ultimate goal of the book actually is lending, you know. Yeah. It's, it's lend- the ultimate goal, but it's, it teaches you the philosophy of wealth creation, money, the understanding why you want to replicate yourself, creating other, you know, babies. And That's other, why other I call it the babies. But uh, wow, we got so much going on. I I am going to the gym tonight. I am <laughs> so. I hope you're a 24-hour fitness or something. Uh, yeah, I got three <laughs> memberships now. Tony Robbins says, "We are what we tolerate, right?" Yeah. And when I see this energy right here, I understand now why you're probably, in my opinion, the best wholesaling company that I've been exposed to. Mm, thank you for that. I have not seen the deals yet, but I can feel it, and I can see, you know, when you walk me through your company. The departments, the section, the specialization, the the depth into what your guys are doing, your properties, your goals, this energy, this studio right here. So it's putting me in two seconds, you know, like this this um well, this exposure. And, and, and we don't do it to impress anybody, to be honest with you. That, that's just what we do. I mean, we. I thought you were going to say, well, I'm at a kucha, so No, 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 this no. It's natural. No. <laughs> look, look, it's not to do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because at the end of the day, most of the properties that we put under contract stay within our group. Correct. So we don't. We're not trying to impress somebody saying, "Oh, we wholesale twelve properties a month and we buy a hundred houses a year." Nah, everything we buy is ours. That I can tell you. So okay. if we put ten houses under contract, eight are ours. Okay. Well, the other two might go to Juan Carlos and you know somebody else that it's coming into the group, right? Yes. And a lot of the properties are are far away. Freeport, not everybody wants to invest in Freeport. So uh, Port every, Arthur. every property that you, you that I've seen from you is because you guys found that property. Perfect. Yes. That's uh, actually, there's something called co-wholesaling, which no, is not no, going to no. be we're, the topic. We're actually closing on a house. Dennis is closing on a house next week that came from a friend that we have in the business mm-hmm. who actually called us and said, man, I'm on a bind. And, and I'm like, what do you mean you're on a bind? I got this house in the contract. I need to close by... November 31st or 30th we don't have a 31st uh, 30th and uh, I don't have a buyer and you know the seller is kind of acting up and this and that and I was like oh that's the one you sent by email and I said man I don't know about those numbers you put in there they Mm -hmm. didn't make sense to me but I'll tell you what I'm gonna help you so let me go look at it and I called Dennis I said Dennis let's go look at this house that uh, our friend has and um, he made sure we had access to the property and all Correct. that. And we get there. And the first thing we look at is the neighborhood. And we're like, man, this is kind of nice. This is a good neighborhood. Yeah. I liked it a lot. This is a three-bedroom. Actually, uh, we thought it was a three-bedroom. It's a four-bedroom. Correct. And it's got two bathrooms. Remediation because it flooded. The remediation has happened. And it's only flooded once. Um, but we're looking at, at the whole thing, and then I'm pulling like, all right, man, let's go do some comps. Let's because we had all the time in the yeah. world to analyze the deal. And what we got was the way he was presenting the numbers was not the right way. Correct. Because we came up with better comps, and I looked at him and I said, okay, based on these numbers, I'm taking this thing. I don't care if he came from some someone else. And I don't care if he makes whatever he's going to make on his assignment. Yeah, correct. And I knew exactly how much he was making mm-hmm. and whatnot because he had disclosed the whole yeah. thing to me. And I was like, look, I'm actually going to pay you $5,000 more because I think that, you know. So Dennis is like, can I keep it? And I was like, yeah, it's t- you take it. Yeah. So we're closing on it next week. Uh, okay. We were supposed to close on it this week. But it came from someone else, from someone else's marketing. Mm-hmm. They, ha- they didn't send the letters with us, none of that stuff. It's just somebody that we know. Perfect, perfect. So, guys, I invite you to connect. You know, I'm over here also on your platform for the YouTube, for um, for your Facebook. It is coming edited, which is <laughs> unheard before. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, I think uh, I'd like to keep it short and sweet. In my case, this is we got so much to to give. No, man. there is. This is why we do this, Juan Carlos. We we do our podcast is just to give give. Very back. quick for the people on my on my channel because I I'm I, I'm not gonna say I shoot up because that's bad. I didn't read my entire set for my Instagram. Where people can find you for, where is and when is this podcast live? RenovatingRichesRadio.com. Yeah, it's, it's linked right here. Okay. Yeah, RenovatingRichesRadio.com or in Spanish, RenovandoRiqueza.com. Okay. Uh, you can find those on iTunes and all the yeah. different podcast podcast platforms. All the so, po- uh, yeah, podcast. Google Every podcast platforms yeah. we're out there. Um, we are we actually got yes. listeners all over the world now. We okay. got people listening to us in China, in Singapore, 
um, South America. We got a Chile, lot of viewers. Yeah. Chile, awesome, Colombia, awesome. Venezuela. And um, just subscribe and yeah. you'll know when we go live. We got our YouTube channels as well. Which so, is the same name? Yeah. Actually, this video will be on YouTube. Yeah, uh, uh, Renovating Riches Radio or Reno Renovando Riqueza. So what we do is we, we videotape this. We put it on YouTube, and then the po the podcast gets edited onto onto the platform. Onto the platform, yeah. So you can, if you want to watch us and see the conversation there, or interaction, start the audio and it'll be on the on the, That's on correct. the podcast. That's correct. Correct. Um, excellent. And, and excellent. then we'll we'll post it again on 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 the Renovating Riches um, page on Facebook. Yeah. And the edited version will go in there. So, man, thank Pleasure, you so much man, for I coming, brother. It. Thank you so much. What's well, um, Had a blast, my guy. Welcome to RenovatingRichesRadio.com. With your hosts, Dennis Rodriguez and Ricardo Rosales. The show where we talk about turning rags into riches.